Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts let's take a moment to breathe deep inhale Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. The following program has been pre-recorded. Ron and Anian. Got me to thinking about newer vehicles. You know, when they want to get rid of something, when they want something to go, it just goes. And when they want to get rid of the cars, they're just going to make parts unavailable. Sam must be Polish, she's jolly as can be. Riding on his sleigh with gifts for you and me. The car doctor. There's a big problem up north. This whole, you know, greenhouse gas emissions thing. They've decided that Santa's sleigh can't use nine reindeer because there's too much emissions from them. So we oh, have he's to... not going electric, is he? Well, he's not talking about going electric, but we're cutting the nine reindeer back to about four. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Well, you know, it would be Ron if he were here. Merry Christmas from the Car Doctor Show. I'm Tom Ray. Ron is nowhere to be found. I've called... I called his wife. I've called his cell phone. Tom! I texted him. Oh, oh, gee. Oh. Look who's here. Nice of you to show up for your own show, Ron. I'm back, Tom. <laughs> what happened to you? 
Well, you, you know the part I... You, boy, let me just sit down in the chair. It's nice to be warm again. Um, oh, I, I, you know the glo- you know this global warming thing they're talking about? Yeah. Not where I was. Um, <laughs> uh, that just didn't exist. Um, but a lot happened to me in the last week. By the way, did you notice... You didn't notice that... Did you, did you see where NORAD reported how Santa appeared in the western sky rather early this year? I, I noticed that. Yeah. I figured you probably got him lost. No, I was driving. Santa got a little Lord. Sl- Santa got a little sleigh sick, and um, <laughs> it's it's really amazing what you can do with a sleigh. Let me tell you something. Maybe that's the next generation of hot rod. Because I put it, I put it in a. Uh, it was a. It was a straight nose down dive, and you can stop that thing about three inches off the ground from full velocity. It's really crazy the way that thing no stops. Kidding. Oh yeah, that's. Well, wait a minute. Now, now, is that the the reindeer who are three inches off the ground, or is that the actual sleigh? No, the whole thing goes. It's it's going nose down in a straight dive. Just wow! You're just going straight down, and it just mm-hmm. gets to the ground and just and it just kind of tilts right on Rudolph's nose. Just boop, and there it is. It's amazing. He wow. can park that thing on a dime. I understand now. I, you know, since I've talked to Santa a little bit. That um, you know the self driving and self parking and the ability for cars to steer themselves. Well, now I understand why it's going to work. You know, we've talked about you know comic book magic making electric vehicles work. Well, Santa magic is going to make them self park and self drive. So I understand how the whole thing operates. Um, it kind of like it kind of makes sense to me. So, but uh, it was a Excellent. great trip. It was a great ride. I'm glad to be back. I hope everybody got what they wanted for Christmas. I tried to help Santa where I could see it, and from some of your letters. You know, my husband, the mechanic, my wife, the oil changer, everybody wanted to get what they wanted to get, and uh, we tried to leave that under everybody's tree. Tom, did you, uh, I know, and I'll probably ask you this again in, the, in another time, but uh, I'm assuming you got everything you wanted, and if you didn't, tough, you were a bad boy. Um, Tom got what he was supposed to get. Well, I'm um, always a bad boy. Yeah, I understand but that. But that's okay. So, yeah, I understand that. Um, I will say that it is good to be back, and uh, we're glad to be here for you, with you on uh, Christmas Doing a uh, doing a fresh show like this because we know you guys count on us and uh, um, we're glad to be here for you. Um, interesting week at the shop as we got ready for the holidays. Um, you know it's funny, but the shop is busier this year. And I was thinking about it. You know, is it, it what's making you do that? Now I realize some of you are forced to keep the car going longer, and you know there's not a lot of choices out there. There's not. There's just not much you can do to replace if you want to replace a car. But I see you also being judicious in terms of what you want to replace and how you want to replace it and what you want to repair. We had a 98, think about this, we had a 98 Jeep Grand Cherokee owner in the shop this week. And I always know this is going to happen. I can just kind of predict it with 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 cosmic regularity that, you know, first time in, they'd been going to another guy. And he went. He retired. He went out of business, and nothing bad about that. Just everybody gets to the point where they retire, some of them. Um, and I just knew the vehicle was going to be interesting when I when we put it up in the air and we found the section of fuel injection line that was repaired with a rubber hose and four hose clamps, where there used to be a high pressure crimp. And I, I don't know. I guess it's okay. I they used they used the right clamps, band clamps. I probably would have done it a slightly different way. It seems to be working, but but regardless, um, the hoses on this were so badly rotted on this '98 Cherokee that it it actually um, had gotten the one heater hose to the point where it split. It split and it was starting to leak, and 
um, you know, not work and do what it was supposed to do. And, you know, it needed it needed an immediate five to seven hundred dollars worth of cooling system hoses, thermostat, coolant. It needed an oil change. It needed wiper blades. And then on top of that, it was going to need the typical eight hundred to thousand dollars worth of tires. And we're doing it now. We're doing it in stages. And and, and that's okay. Then there was the 2011 Ram pickup truck that we worked off and on for the past year, year and a half now. And, um, uh, you know, just comments and questions uh, with regards to just trying to get the cooling system sorted out. It was Steve's parents' car or in-law's vehicle. That's what it was. Steve's in-law's vehicle with 39,000 miles on it or something. The vehicle sat for two years while it was during COVID, and they never really got it sorted out. We've been sort of repairing, replacing, chasing mysterious cooling system ailments all along. We had to wait over the beginning of the summer. We had to wait, I think, the better part of five or six weeks for a radiator because the radiators were on back order out of production. And here it is back in the shop again, week before Christmas, and it's got a a cooling leak. It it was overheating and, um, you know, go through my basics and diagnostics and uh, this this now 10-year-old vehicle. Um, you know, had no coolant in the radiator. Where did it all go? And, you know, proving an overheat in December is tough. Now, you can you can fill it with coolant. You can fill it with water. You can throw it outside the shop. You can let it run all day long. But you know what? It's not going to get stressed out like it would in the summer. It's not going to go through the summer heat cycles. It's just not there. The demand on heat systems just isn't there. So I always try to look a little bit beyond that immediate repair what what could it possibly be oil level was okay there was no signs of coolant in the oil level and i don't see how this is a head gasket issue i said this is leaking somewhere i got out my really long mirror with the telescoping in and the small head so i can get the tight spots and i stuck it under the lower radiator hose because i'm getting lazy as i get older and i'm trying to you know do things the easier way you get smarter maybe maybe and I could see a drop of coolant off the one corner of the radiator hose looking at it from upside down with my mirror. And I followed it up under the water pump, and there's a trail, and there's a, there's a corrosive stain. And it turns out the weep hole was just ever so slightly stained in a stretch and etch of coolant. So, yeah, that could, and I, I told Stevie, I said, Stevie, you got to start somewhere. You know, I could I could try and get this to overheat and try and get this to lose coolant. I don't think it's going to be successful. Why don't we start with a water pump on the 10-year-old 40,000-mile vehicle because it sat so long? You know, when things sit, and, you know, what I've seen is as when things sit, when a seal sits, it, it, it'll take the shape of, of the shaft. You know, there's a little bit of weight. I realize there's a bearing there and the, and the shaft shouldn't move. But you know what? You think about it. You ever see something leak because the shaft sits and that slight difference of weight will pull down on the seal and then you go to start it two years later and now it's just the most tiniest little bit out around? I've never seen it not come out like that. Well, we put a water pump in Stevie's truck and uh, that seems to have solved it. And I guess my point becomes... You know, you're hanging on to the older vehicles. You're hanging on to the 98 Jeep with a cooling system issue. You're hanging on to the 2011 pickup truck with a cooling system issue. And, you know, market dictates demand. And I guess because there is no market, the demand is there for the used cars, and the price of used cars is going to continue to go up, and the availability of used cars is going to continue to go down. 
Interestingly, the water pump for Steve's truck wasn't available easily from the Chrysler dealer. We had to, our Chrysler guys, a uh, great bunch of guys over there at, uh, at Rockland Chrysler, they were able to, you know, jump, hop, and skip out to a couple of different dealers, and they found one for us because Chrysler has them on back order, which seems to be the national cry now. Everything seems to be on back order. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, parts available. It seems like the ones you always want are out. Um, so just just a, just a short, sweet opening about, you know, you're hanging on to the old cars, and that's okay. Because you know what? You look at the price of the new ones, <laughs> you hang on to the old ones that much longer. So, but um, anyway, that's it on the Hair Car Doctor here. We're uh, we're glad to be here with you. Uh, we hope you uh, we hope you enjoy yourselves. We're going to be talking to Robert McBride down around the bottom of the hour. He's with All Data. We're going to talk to him about oh, just information systems in general and um, ADOS and some of the other wonderful things they do to help make us repair cars, make our lives that much easier. And uh, we look forward to talking to him. But uh, I'm here to take your calls at eight five 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 six zero. Nine nine zero zero. I should point out that um, that phone number does work. That is twenty four seven. You can call the eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero phone number. Leave a message, and Tom Ray will get you in queue for the next live broadcast. So let's pull over and take a pause. When we come back, we'll uh, open the garage doors. Don't go away. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. I'm your vehicle, baby. Vehicle not taking you where you want to go? Well, call Ron. He's the expert at making your vehicle take you where you need it. 855-560-9900. And now, back to Ron. Hey, let's get on over and talk to, uh, let's go talk to Mark in Louisiana, 05 Honda Accord. Mark, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help? Yeah, Ron, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome, um, sir. I have a couple of questions and a follow-up if you have time. Sure. Uh, on the 05 Accord is a four-cylinder with 125,000 miles on it. And three times in the last nine months, driving like maybe 15 miles an hour or less, there's this noise I hear coming from the left front. And I would describe it kind of like if you had a coat hanger wrapped around your drive axle and it was spinning around and hitting stuff under there. And when it happens... It only lasts for about maybe 15 or 20 seconds, and then it goes away. And like I say, it's only happened three times in the last nine months. And the car, as far as shifting and driving, everything seems to be normal. I don't have any issues with it shifting or any kind of noises other than when I hear that you know, noise a few times. And I've checked the, uh, the transmission mounts and the calipers and the dust shields and the drive axles and I can't can't really find anything that's loose and rattling and actually I just came back about three weeks ago from a a 2,000 mile highway trip and I never had a bit of trouble with it but it did do that when I got back uh, one time driving at about 15 or 20 miles an hour it did that same little noise. I usually find this, I don't think this is in the trans, okay? Um, I hope you're right. From from your description. Is is it a dry sound, Mark? Just like a dry, scratchy kind of a sound? Uh You know, is it, it, it's not quite like dragging your fingernails across a chalkboard, but that's about the closest I could come to it. Or is it more of a metallic tapping? Which is it? Yeah, it's kind of a metallic tapping tapping noise and you know it's kind of a rotational noise you know right. where it just kind of clatter clatter right. noise i i and think like say go ahead go ahead you finish you know i kind of check the drive axles and the cv joints i don't hear any popping you know when you go forward or reverse or when you're making tight turns or anything like that there those are the original drive axles there is a little bit of lash where the drive axle uh, goes into the differential nah, that's just normal. a little bit. Yeah, there's got to be some. Yeah. There's got to be some. If yeah. there isn't, it'd be too tight, it would break. Uh, you know, any recent axle replacement, any recent brake work that's been done to this? Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, you know, what I think you're describing to me is, and you're looking in all the right places, all right? But I, I don't think you need me to tell you that. You're, you're looking in all the right places. What it sounds like you're describing to me is, and you know, it's kind of tough to see, but it sounds like you're describing one of the rattle clips on the brake caliper slides is rubbing somewhere on, on the rotor. Either there's a rust ridge on the rotor, 
you know, have you looked at both sides of the rotor? Do you, have you physically taken the rotor off and looked to see? Is no, there, is, no, is, I is haven't. There, you know, is there a rust mark? You know, it's had the car sat for any length of time, Mark? No, no, but it was up in uh, Boston and Chicago for a while, so there there is you know some rust around you know right. rotors and the caliper Be- because and stuff, but it's been- yeah, it's not that the caliper itself has an issue, but what I typically see, and if it was up here in the Northeast, um, you're welcome. We we probably help make it rust with all the chemical we put on the road, and it, <laughs> you know when it snows, they start putting chemical down in July up here. They're so nervous oh, yeah. about it. yeah, it's just a crazy. And what you'll see is what I typically see is one of the caliper bracket, the the slides, um, the rattle clips or the slide mechanism that the pad sits on, it will move around. And sometimes it moves around mm-hmm. and it just kisses the rotor and then sometimes it slides back and it and it goes away. And the only way you're going to know this is, is either you're going to take it apart and be prepared to do some caliper hardware repair or some rattle clip maneuvering and, you know, or you're going to you're going to look for a, a, a wear indicator mark on a on a rust section of the rotor. So, you know, that would be where I would tell you to go with this. If the trans is shifting normal, if everything else feels correct, I don't know that I would focus on it that much. I think the problem is going to be in the brakes for it to be a dry sound. There's not much else there unless it's rubbing on the inside lip or inside face of the dust shield. And again, it's back to that rust ridge thing. I don't want to tell you to discount it, but if it doesn't continue... Um, you know, it's either take it apart and go through everything or just let it ride and see how long it continues for right now. All right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Real quick, right. I got real quick, and I got then, I got two minutes. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um the other thing, uh on my daughter was looking at a Mazda, a new Mazda with that two point five liter engine. Right. Um with the cylinder deactivation. I know they had had a recall on some of those in eighteen and nineteen. I was just wondering your opinion of that engine. Is she, is, she, is she really in love with the car? Well, I think she kind of likes it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think they've gotten better at it. They did have some issues with the 18s, the 19s, and I think they've worked at it, and they've gotten most of the bugs out of it. I would just tell her if she if she really likes it, buy it, because when it breaks, she won't mind fixing it. If you like the car you're driving, <laughs> you know, if you like the car you're driving, it doesn't bother you when it oh, breaks because you enjoy it you, you enjoy it on the road. But I would just tell her yeah. to be mindful, stay on top of the oil changes because the cylinder deactivation stuff makes the makes that engine work a whole lot harder, um, you know, than you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. So just uh, just be mindful. Last question, you got twenty seconds. Go. Okay, this was just, uh, well, I'll call back later on this. This was a follow-up from when I called you about three or four months ago. On All right, a you know what? And a, give, us a, uh, give us a call back in about 20 minutes. We've got an interview coming up, and I've got to get to him on time, so I can't okay. I can't miss him. Tell you what, you, All right. you call back. Tom will try and get you back in the queue. We can finish out the hour with you. All right? Sit tight, Mark. I'm Ron Annie, the car doctor. Hey, coming up next, Robert McBride from All Data. Stick around. You don't want to miss it. We'll both be back. Um, uh, well, we'll both be back right after this, but... Uh, you know, coming up soon. Tom's waving at me. Tom, is it, uh, you know, yeah, I know. Look at that. There, I knew the music was going to come sooner or later. I've still got jet lag. I have sled lag, Tom. That's what it is. Um, what do you hear me ask the question of Mr. McBride about? Does all that have information on Santa and his sleigh? Maybe. Oh, boy. Well, you know, <laughs> it could happen. So, um, um, anyway, that was it. There, did we kill the clock enough? This is what we call killing time. So, now we're good. Now we can pull over and take the pause. Tom still loves me. I'm the best. Maybe. I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. 
My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. <laughs> awesome. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yemi's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B. Welcome back, listeners. Ron and Amy in the car, Doctor. It, you know, ADOS is still such a hot-button topic. It has been for quite some time now. You're all asking questions about it. You're all seeing the impact of it. And we thought it would be timely to reach out to one of the industry giants, the folks over at All Data Information Systems. We've got Robert McBride on the phone. He's a product strategist for All Data. And we wanted to talk to him about, you know, ADOS. Where does it come from? How do they develop it? And just some good general information we think you guys out there need to understand what it takes to put the information there and why it's so important that you have something to refer to. Robert, thanks for taking the time today. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, You know, ADOS information, you've added it now just recently to all data repair. Uh, 
I know it was there in the collision product, right? Because all data has a couple of different products. You have body shop, you'll have uh, mechanical, and then you also have a, a, a specific DIY product for if the guy wants to just look up his own specific vehicle. You've got so you've got different things, um, but you've added ADOS Quick Reference now, which goes and breaks down ADOS systems uh, into different categories for people and gives them a great deal more information. Um, than they previously had. What prompted you to do it at this particular time? Well, I think uh, we, we kind of identified a few a few problems that are being faced in the industry. I think you, you talked about a few of them. This is obviously growing and coming out. Uh, and, uh, you know, all the new vehicles coming out are having some some type of system that's an ADAS system. I think ultimately, you know, we found that all the all the uh, manufacturers out there tend to call it different names and they put it in different places in, in their information, and, and we published it the way the OEs publish it. So we found that ultimately we needed to consolidate this information so that customers can find it easily. Um, uh, and also we want to make sure we attach specific things that customers are looking for all the time. I mean, they were looking for like, well, this is great. I know what it is, but, you know, how do I calibrate if I need to calibrate it? How do I, what tools do I need? Where is it on the car? That kind of stuff, and, and really putting that in one place, we thought was really, really important. Uh, just to make sure the cars are getting fixed correctly. One of the nice things about the way you've done it, and you know, I can appreciate it as a mechanic, obviously, is uh, for example, um, you can bring up. I was looking the other day, 2019 Toyota Rav4, and we were looking, and we had to do some work to the radiator, to the cooling system, a bumper replacement thing, on and off, and we were able to look up like the collision avoidance sensor and you know it's highlighted we clicked on it you told me what tools i needed what specific things needed to be calibrated and then there's been times where i've used the ADOS quick reference and the beauty of it is it, it'll say to me um, you're taking something apart there's no need to calibrate that so it's not that everything needs to be calibrated what you're doing is and correct me if i'm wrong you're you're really setting the standard of you need to do it on this but not on that correct yeah, and it's kind of a shortcut. I mean, we still consider it a guide because ultimately, you know, ultimately we're not telling you exactly what you should be doing, but we want to make sure what the OE is telling you uh, is needed to be able to do that work. And and you mentioned something, Tom, I mean, I'm sorry, Ron, that ultimately I think is important, which is that that um, it isn't just for collision. I mean, when you're doing work on a mechanical shot car today, you're still having to go do, say, hey, I just changed, a, I don't know, a bumper on a car. That's great. That's in collision. But if I had to go change a headlight or I had to go change a, a mirror today, I may have to do some calibration. I may not know that. And this helps the mechanical shot and a collision shot. I ran into it not too long ago on a 15 Camry, a 15 or a 16 Camry that had radar cruise. And I was putting a radiator in it. And, you know, you have to take the radiator out, you have to take the bumper, the grill uh, assembly, the radiator support, and then you have to actually unbolt the radar sensor that's in the front of the grill area. Now, interestingly, on that car, I didn't have to do a calibration. It wasn't required. It was just a sensor that shot a beam out that it really wasn't, It that particular generation, that level vehicle didn't care other than that the sensor was plugged in, bolted down, and pointed straight ahead. And the, the beauty of that was when I quoted the job to the customer, it makes a huge difference because I knew I didn't have to say, by the way, we're going to do a $500 ADOS calibration. And, you know, it, it's it's, so sometimes having the information tells you what you do what you don't have to do, and as you say, that's that's just so important. What do you what do you say, Robert, to the guys that you know? Well, I don't need an information system. As an aside here, uh, what do you say to the guys that say I don't need an information system? I've got Google and YouTube. <laughs> uh, well, I would say there's there's uh, there's you know. I, 
we actually, to be fair, Google has done a lot of good stuff. One thing it doesn't do especially well is, is validate what's out there. I mean, we're, we're getting always specific information. We're getting it directly from the manufacturers. Um, what you have out there is not what we call curated. It's not, it's not validated. We don't know if it's good or bad, and you may be getting bad advice. And if you, you know, you could not only be, you know, fixing something incorrectly, but you could actually be putting somebody in harm's way, especially when it comes to ADOS. Right. And, and ADOS, uh, what we should point out is, you know, two millimeters in the wrong direction, if that system is miscalibrated or not calibrated properly, can affect everything from lane departure warning to collision avoidance on down the line, and then it becomes a real safety issue out on the road. 100%. I wouldn't want to go to Google and find out how to, you know, do my self-parking calibration, right? I mean, <laughs> that sounds a little scary to me. Yeah. What did it, what did it take to, I mean, is there a number, you know, as far as time, dollars, development cost, you know, and then what does it take to keep this going? Because this is a this is a, an ongoing commitment, right, to source information. You had enough to do before ADOS showed up, you know, with all the information as, as cars evolve, and now you've got to keep an ADOS quick reference system going. Um, you know, man hours, is there a scale of, of enormity that we could relay to the listeners out there to let them know what this takes? Yeah, I mean, just generally speaking, without getting too much in our secret sauce, it took us a year to do the work, um, to do the initial work, and we went back to 2015. There's some 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 systems that go back further than that uh, that are out there, but mostly we saw a lot of growth in 2015. So you, we got about from 2015 to 2020 over about a year period, and then and then we're maintaining. We have a team specifically dedicated to doing that. So it, it's actually quite a bit of work um, initially to do it, and and uh, and obviously keeping it going. It's actually going to grow because you have a more and more more and more ADA systems, and you have more and more vehicles with those systems. So we, this is all manual work for us. We go in there in the OEs and we look for the information, and then we categorize all that data and we identify what the customer needs, um, so they they don't have to do it themselves. So yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work, truthfully, and it's only going to grow as more cars have it. Right, it's only going to continue to evolve. Um, speaking of evolution, for those of you just joining us, we're speaking with Robert McBride. He is a product strategist for all that information systems. Uh, Robert. You know, to jump ahead a little bit, ADOS is the future, which is here now. The next level, you know where I'm going with this, because ADOS mm-hmm. is really the predecessor of the autonomous driving and self-driving capability, the electric car. What's all data going to do for electric vehicles? Is, is is that on the drawing board? How do you bring that information to the public eye? So we, we have a number of electronic vehicles already covered, and electric vehicles, excuse me, in, in, our, in, our, in our system today. They're covered under, um, you know, the typical OE manufacturers, things like... Uh, um, you know, any any of the major manufacturers that have electric vehicles today, the only one really we've talked about, um, we, we all know the big name out there that starts with the T, and, and that one we're working with them to, to add them as a, as a partner as well. We know there's a growing need. We kind of base everything that we publish based on the number of vehicles on the road, and and uh, that new, that new big T is, is 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 starting to grow enough to to start considering adding that to our systems, and we have to make that they have to make that available. The one thing I will say about that the the big T is that they. Um, they're not governed the same way everybody else is. They don't have necessarily the same responsibilities for providing that content because uh, the way the Right to Repair Act works, it's not really covered um, because they don't have an OBD2 port, right? They're not right. covering it that way. So, so it's not covered so under emissions, sure. Yeah. Yeah. they got to give us permission. Exactly right. Yeah. Otherwise, we have, you know, you can imagine any, you know, any Toyota or GM or Ford or whatever, if they have an electric vehicle, we've, we've got those covered in there. So, interesting. I never really thought about the fact that since there's no emissions requirement involved, they don't have to give out electric vehicle information. Um, right. That's kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy. 
So, hey, Robert, listen, thank you for taking the time today. We we appreciate it and the way you guys are continuing to provide the industry with such great information. Is there a website, a place where the listeners can go for, you know, product information or to look at all data and, you know, learn more? 100%. I, again, I would just go to alldata.com, truthfully. If you go to alldata.com, um, typically if you just Google that, you're going to see us all over the place. And if you're a person fixing your own cars, you can go to Alldata DIY or you can go to our professional site for if you're a professional shop. But uh, you can see all our information there, all our product information and pricing is on there. Great. Good deal. Robert, thank you very much. You have yourself a great rest of the day, and we appreciate you taking the time. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Ron. You're very welcome. I'm Ron Annie and the Car Doctor, and we are back right after this. Don't go away. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sometimes I feel like that. Hello and welcome. (laughs) and I'm back. Um, you know, I can't say enough about ADOS and where it's headed in terms of complication. And yet, and then this past week, and, you know, I, I thought of this while I was talking to Robert, uh, you know, I was speaking with Chris, my, my former employee, now national trainer for automotive training group. We were talking about ADOS um, with regard to uh, where it's going. And he says, you know what, they're going to have self-calibration. The cars will calibrate on the road, and they're not going to break as often. So he says 
He wonders what it's all about. Sometimes I just don't know. Technology is always changing. Hey, look who got back in on the phones. Mark from Louisiana. Mark, you're not related to Tom Ray, are you? He usually, he usually doesn't let people he doesn't know or they have to be a relative to get back on twice in the same hour. So uh, <laughs> go ahead. You got on, kiddo. You made it okay. through. How can I How can I answer your question about your Camry today? Yeah, this is just a follow-up. I'd called you about four months ago. I have a 97 Camry, four-cylinder, 146,000 miles, and I had a P0401. Uh, right. And uh, – and I, you told me what to check on that, and I checked everything and didn't really find anything wrong. And I also, at the same time, when I first called in, I was, had told you that the, whenever the AC compressor clicked on, the check engine light would flash. Well, I never found anything wrong with the uh, EGR uh, gas recirculation system, so I just kind of really didn't do anything for a while. And then I started noticing that uh, when you would t- turn the key to the on position, I'd hear this click and without starting the car. And come to find out, the compressor clutch was engaging with the air conditioner off with the key in the on position. And then you'd start the car, and most of the time it would the clutch would disengage after you started the car. And a few times, uh, it wouldn't disengage. And with the uh, AC compressor switch off, the compressor would be running. So I was kind of baffled, and uh, and then I noticed that uh, the transmission started shifting really strange. So I went and to get the codes read again, and I didn't have the 0401. I had two EVAP codes and a CAM position, position sensor code. And I said, well, <laughs> I'm kind of baffled, so I decided I'd... Uh, for a diagnostic test, I'd get another ECU and swap it out and see what happens. And I put another ECU in it, and all those issues went away. AC compressor's working okay now? Yep. No problem. No. That, that is a weird one, kiddo. I probably, and I don't fault your diagnosis or whoever took you down that path, but I probably, maybe they did, I would have at least gone through any ground connections especially battery terminal uh-huh. connections and chassis grounds just to see was there something there that was erratic causing a a, a problem yeah I, I i looked at those grounds on the battery and the you know and the ones that went to the engine right. and that kind of thing and i didn't i didn't see anything right. and so i just decided well uh, as cheap as you can get one of those things you know from a used car i mean a junkyard place it's only like twenty dollars i said well that's worth it Worth yeah. a test. And then you had, to, you had to get it programmed to the vehicle, no? No, no. This is so old. You know, I don't know. It's a 97, so there really wasn't anything that, uh, uh, you know, that I had to do. I just plugged it in, and, you know, it was the exact same oh, uh, right. number yeah, okay. on the, the old, Yeah, the older ones are going to be plug-and-play. Hey, listen, for 28 bucks. I probably would have told you to do that yeah. too, you know, if it's if it's if it's that cheap. Um, you know, that's yeah, interesting. I, I just Yeah, I just wanted to let you know and uh and the other thing on that uh those Honda brake clips, is that something that could be that sporadic or you know, intermittent? Yeah, if the clips are moving around on the uh if the clips are moving around on the caliper bracket, it absolutely could be that sporadic. That's why I say you've got to look, you've got to look to see if the rust markings on the rotors are etched as uh, that could possibly be a cause, because look how intermittent the problem is. Take a look at those things, Mark, and uh, let me know what happens. I'm curious. You seem to come up with some really great solutions. I'm Ron Anany and the Car Doctor. We are back right after this. Don't go away. 
My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're on any of the car doctor room. You know, and I want to just talk about this real quick, and then I want to talk tell you about next hour. Uh, General Motors is doing away with OnStar. We talked about it here, I think, last week or the week before. Um, that they're do- Well, they're not doing away with OnStar, but hands-free calling is disappearing from OnStar. And we... We've got confirmation of it. Beginning February of 22, there will be no more OnStar hands-free calling. They're going to eliminate it. You're not going to be able to buy minutes. And when I talked to OnStar about it, I talked to the folks over there about it. They said, well, because everybody has a cell phone. And, you know, now GM vehicles will connect by Bluetooth to their uh, vehicle, and they can just make phone calls through their own cellular device. So I said, but what about the person that, you know, maybe is driving an older vehicle that doesn't connect to Bluetooth? And you're not leaving them any way to do hands-free. And they didn't really have an answer for that. And I even said to them, I said, are you telling me that not many of your vehicles are still on the road? No, a lot of our vehicles are on the road. Then why isn't there a... And I guess my point for this is look at how easily they eliminate the functionality of a vehicle. They decided, they didn't ask anybody. I drive an older GM vehicle that's in absolutely perfect condition. I realize maybe I'm the exception. 
But how come they didn't say, hey, we're going we're gonna to have to double the price of hands-free calling? Because you know what? I really liked that hands-free calling. I really did. I thought it was a very valuable feature. They still wanted to sell me airbag deployment and 911 emergency response for $25 a month or whatever it was. And I said, listen, in the event that I do have an accident, if everybody, as you say, has a cell phone, I'll count on them to call it in because why would I take a chance on what you're doing for me? Um, for $500 a year or $300 a year or whatever the number is. doesn't make any sense. Anyway, you've got OnStar hands-free calling. Be aware, it's going away February 22. Hey, coming up next hour, you want to stick around for this if you can or catch us on podcast, however you do this. Paul Eisenstein at the DetroitBureau.com, our year-end reviewer, are going to be talking to Paul and uh, a lot going on there, so you want to stick around for that. I'm Ron Anini, the car doctor, saying we'll, uh, we'll be here for you next hour and for the year to come. Good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.